0: Feel the retro, feel the rewind. Get on up, it's showtime! time for episode number thirty-two of the Retro Rewind podcast.
1: Retro Rewind
0: podcast initialized. Mission identified. Cool runnings.
1: Nineteen ninety-three. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal.
0: Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take another look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash RRP32. There you can leave us a comment on the episode. You can vote in our poll on whether you thought Cool Runnings was a classic, nostalgic, or tragic movie. And you can find links to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and more. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I am a dad, a designer, and I'm not dead man. <laughs> and I predicted that Cool Runnings would be a classic. I am joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Paul Powers. Hi, Paul. Hello. Paul, my question for you this time is, if you could take... Any summer Olympic event and change it into a winter event, which one would it be?
1: Oh my goodness! um, I don't know all the summer Olympic games. Wow, this is sounding very familiar like <laughs> last episode. um so i don't I don't wanna say, oh, let's have people run across the pond in like in the hundred meter dash you know without skates when i totally forgot that they could javelin i don't know well that, it, that's all track and field well let's have
0: our guest host this time which we'd like to welcome back deb powers hi deb hi would you like to help your son out at all
2: yes What i i thought it was interesting um in the movie cool runnings when they had those special Shoes on that John Candy was trying to make him uh, run across the ice. Yeah. So maybe that could be an Olympic sport.
1: Yeah, ice running. All right. Well, we'll go with that then. Ice running. Why not? Oh, and I predicted that this movie, um, probably a classic. Okay. I'm sorry, I was trying to remember what I would predict this movie to be, and I think I said classic. Okay, very good. And uh, Deb,
0: so that we can get to know you a little bit better, what is your favorite Winter Olympic event?
2: My favorite Winter Olympic event is ice skating. I love the figure skating.
1: Very. I can watch
2: it for hours and hours.
1: Couples or singles? All of them. Oh, good answer!
0: And ice dancing too, or just figure skating? Mm, Because I I believe they're both. Yeah,
2: I like the figure skating, probably a little more, but I like the ice dancing too.
1: Very good. I didn't know they were separate. And yeah, yeah, they are.
2: Events.
0: Deb, how did you predict? uh, What did you predict for cool runnings?
2: I I'm going to pre- I was before I watched it again I predicted this movie would be nostalgic.
0: Very good. Thank you both. And Paul, will you please uh tell Alice where we're going to go this time?
1: Hello Alice, let's go to our round table discussion on whether we think this movie is a classic or nostalgic or tragic. And then after that, let's go to the news tube segment. And then let's wrap things up with feedback, contact info, and some show announcements.
0: And, uh... Alistair, whatever you... That works. Alert!
1: Alert! Target located.
2: Spoilers incoming. Engaging Retro Rewind Reactor.
1: Who wants it? For a sponsor for the first Jamaican bobsled team. (laughs) (laughs) Their
0: dream was to compete in the Olympics. Ah! But they chose a sport (laughs) they knew nothing
1: about. Great! Very good! In a climate they had never been. Cold weather endurance is vital to building a successful sled team. This is the true story of four unlikely athletes. How about I beat your butt right now? How about I draw a line down the middle of your head so it looks like a butt? Who weren't
0: prepared for what they were about to face.
1: It's a beautiful afternoon in Calgary, and there is a lot more coming up. Is this whole thing a... Yes, there is a lot more coming up.
0: Like the technicals, Paul. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes we're wondering if this whole thing is a movie called Cool Runnings that came out on October 1st 1993 in the US of A it is rated PG and runs 98 minutes long it's directed by John Turteltaub, and it stars a guy named Leon that's it that's his name Leon he has the longer name in the movie it's the main character Denise DeReese, uh, thank you Benoff <laughs> It also stars Dougie Doug, uh, Raw Lewis, Malik Yoba, and John Candy. Whatever happened to Dougie Doug? He was in a lot of things after this movie. He kind of blew up, had his own TV show and stuff. Anyway, um, the budget for this film was about $15 million. And then it went on to gross about $70 million in the U.S. alone. Wow. Very good, cool runnings. Keeping it
0: cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's we merge our memories to come up with this synopsis for you. Three Jamaican runners missed their shot at Summer Olympics due to a trip accident during a qualifying race. One of the runners finds out about bobsledding and gathers teammates and a coach to get into the Winter Olympics. Though they don't win, they earn the respect of their naysaying Olympians, of the other naysaying Olympians. All in all, this made for a fun movie. Anyway, though, uh, it doesn't matter how much we remembered. What matters more is what we got out of it now. Let's start with uh, you, Deb. What's something you really loved about Cool Runnings? And remember Uh, to save your most loved thing for the end, because that'd be the thing you'd consider that would make Cool Runnings a classic.
2: Okay, um, I liked how the how the music and the opening credits were all Jamaican, trying to get you in the mood and uh, and I, I didn't remember John Candy was in it from before, so oh, really uh,
0: Oh cool.:
2: Yeah, so that that was a nice surprise. and
1: uh, cool. and oh, I are we listing all our likes? No, just one well, at I- a time.
2: Okay, that's 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 mine.
1: Cool. Awesome. I I also liked the music. I didn't really pay attention to the uh the score. I really that didn't really yeah, stand out either. to me. Yeah. But the Jamaican songs did and I I enjoyed it. Did um, you did you catch who the score is by? Yes. The lovely Hans Zimmer, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah, and what else has he done? So much. So much. <laughs> Like Gladiator, the
0: all the new Batman's, yeah. the new Superman, Black Hawk Down. Yeah, we could go
1: on and on and on. Yeah, uh, not as memorable Hans as uh, the Jamaican songs. <laughs> Come on, pick it up. <laughs>
0: I I thought the music in this was fun. I didn't really. I could take it or leave it, though.
1: Mm. But I'm glad you guys liked it. I took it. I even bought the soundtrack. <laughs> well, alrighty. Are are you serious, Paul? Yeah, I had the soundtrack years ago when the movie came out.
2: Oh my gosh. That wow. I I I was I'm with Francisco. I could take it or leave it.
1: Oh no. Man. Would you
0: say you have Jamaican <laughs> fever, Paul? Uh, 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 oh. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> um but Debbie Brapp, John Candy, and I really I I like John Candy as an actor. I th- think most of the movies I've seen him in I really enjoy. Um you said you liked him. Paul, did you
1: like him in this movie? I have to save that for the next part.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um but yes, I enjoyed his performance, yes. But but I'll have to save that. Yeah. Sounds good. Um for me.
0: A lot of this movie, a lot of the things I loved about this movie were based on the characters. So I'll, I'll start with the the first character, Sanka, that I'm going to mention. I really like how the derby cart race introduced him. I thought that was a fun way to both introduce. I mean, it's not the true beginning of the movie, but it's the first like part of the movie that seemed really fun and like sort of actiony, I guess. And it totally got me into the movie, so I liked I liked that.
1: The push cart race, push cart race. I said, well, derby cart, yeah, yeah. Sorry. They called it push cart, yeah, yeah. Like that's fun. Yeah. Did either of you like Sanka's character? Yeah, man. Yes,
0: <laughs> and, and he so did. is it. Was that Dougie Doug or I'm not? Yeah, sure? Yeah, that's uh, Dougie Doug. Okay, yeah.
2: And his and his name was kind of cute, Sanka Copy.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think I catch that. Caught that actually. Cool, Sanka Copy.
2: Coffee. C O oh. F F I E.
1: Yeah. Oh, is that a brand?
2: Yes. Yeah, Sanka is a brand of coffee. Really? Yes. I'm not well, a coffee
1: drinker. So, yeah. wow. I'm more of a tea guy. Now, if his name was Earl Gray, I'd get that oh right. Yes, gosh. that's
2: right. Good for you, Paul. My, my tea drinking kid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Speaking
0: of names, was Yule Brenner supposed to be a joke? It sounds yes. familiar, but I don't know. <laughs> that's that's who that why. I, who
1: was it? John? Even was somebody mouthed when he said, "My name is Yule yeah, Brenner." And yeah, someone's like,
2: "John Candy said yeah. Jule Brenner.' He mouthed
1: it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So who is that? Sorry to derail a little bit, oh but my
2: gosh, he
0: <laughs> was. Was he? Very... Was he in? Um, uh, what's the? What's the Christmas movie that you guys were appalled that I didn't see? It's a Wonderful no. Life. Was he in that? No. Oh, okay. No,
2: no. He's he's the king and The King and I.
0: Oh, okay. The old one, right? Yes. Yeah. Not the chary and he, fat one.
2: And he played the bad guy in Westworld.
0: I never saw that. But okay. No. Oh. Well, cool. He's bald. Yeah. Oh, much like this character in this movie. Yeah.
2: Yes. That was the point, I believe.
1: Oh, Okay. Uh, 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 is that why he shaved his head (laughs) i don't think so
2: who knows Uh, why
1: (laughs) deb
0: what was something else you liked about cool runnings
2: um i liked how it was um i i liked how the guy sold his car to get the to get the rest of his team to the olympics
0: yeah yeah that was very sacrificial
2: yeah, because he's the one that tripped the other guys, and mm-hmm. I, I, I had to rewind it back and forth a couple times because all of a sudden all three runners went down, and I couldn't figure out how it happened. Mm-hmm. And even rewinding it, I didn't, I didn't really actually see how it happened. But then it tells that the the rich guy tripped them by accident.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. The the way they captured it, you'd think since they could stage it they'd capture it to be a little m- more obvious, but you're right.
1: It doesn't, that's kind of that hard obvious. to do without hurting people. Oh, yeah. that's a good, that's True. a good point. Yeah.
2: So what part did you like, Paul?
1: Um, Oh, the moment after junior, the rich guy tells his father in the elevator that he isn't leaving the Olympics.
2: Yeah. And then
1: Yul mm. Brenner t- encourages him that he's a bad mother but what's great is that the rich the, the rich guy uh, junior he's still a little downhearted about confronting his father and i thought that they captured that moment with staying true to reality unlike most movies would have done would have been like yeah or you know but he i th- i thought it was great that they showed the the after effects of a confrontation like that
0: yeah and i'm actually going to have to save that uh talking about that for a little bit later
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was emphatic. Sorry. it's <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs>
0: um, for me, though, uh, again, with the characters, I really enjoyed Doris's sort of overall drive, and he just had such amazing optimism, just never yeah. sort of giving up. I thought that was remarkable, and it made me smile. Typically, I... It, I think movies where a characters like that it come it could come off like too much or just just cheesy. But I thought he did it very well.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think he did it. It did seem a little too positive, cheesy for okay. like reality a little bit. But I agree that he he pulled it off really well. Like he made yeah. it believable. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, some
2: that? people, some okay. I think that I think it. Uh, I think it's close to reality because if you're going to, if you want to go to the Olympics, you have got to be totally almost obsessed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, though, actually, speaking of that, Deb, that leads into something else I liked. I really, in, I really liked the sentiment of Irving's, who's uh, John Candy's character. His, toward the end of the movie, he, uh, Doris asks him why he cheated. And he tells Doris, uh, a gold medal is a wonderful thing but if you aren't enough without it you'll never be enough with it
1: that's and, what i have listed exactly as one of the things that i like that i was going to cover it's yeah. a great line oh, oh.
0: totally oh, and, right. and especially i mean you're absolutely right deb that you do have to be super driven i'd imagine i've never been to the olympics myself i'm sure you kind of guessed that but um <laughs> but uh I'm sure you have to be super driven but to not let that drive just sort of override everything where it's that is everything I think is right. it's I love that Irving captures that in what he says. Yeah. And,
2: and and he's learned that because of the mistake he made. Yeah, and
0: he's able to pass that wisdom on to Dereece and Dereece takes that and internalizes it. And it, it shows at the end of the movie how he, how he is okay without it and still a mm-hmm. champion.
1: Yeah. Right. How they didn't get the gold at the end, but they still ended as champions. Exactly. In, in the hearts of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sort of uh, bogarting this. And I did look that up, by the way. That is an actual term, and I used it correctly from our oh, cool. last Starfighter uh, episode, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash RRP24.
1: Uh, oh, what a perfect time to bring it up again.
0: <laughs> but I do want to say... because The, the reason
1: why I've gathered you all here today <laughs> is because to let you know I was right.
2: And, and Francisco, please explain what that means, Bogarty.
0: That's essentially... In our context, it means stealing the spotlight. I'm taking all the the time just to go over something. I'm stealing essentially the time you guys would have and using it for my own.
2: Oh, I see. Okay, he's a scene
0: stealer. Yeah, I uh, get. Oh, maybe that's how it sort of the
1: etymology, if that's the right word. Yeah,
2: that's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> and now we'll have to look that up.
2: <laughs> no, no, that's true. It- I'm an English teacher. I know. Etymology is the history of a word.
0: Sweet. There you go. I got right. Now let's get back on topic by why I even said all that to begin with. Uh, so why are you bogarting? I, I'm bogarting because I want to say I really love the overall theme of overcoming missed opportunities. You were just talking about, Paul, the that they're still champions at the end, even though they didn't get the gold. Well, throughout the movie, there's all these times where they miss this opportunity, but they make the best out of it and they find this other opportunity that was hidden and they never would have seen the better opportunity if, if the primary one, the one they were shooting for, hadn't come to pass.
1: Oh, Does that make it's sense? It's kind of like the same moral of, uh, of uh, uh, the, our last episode, The Cutting Edge, where the, they were after the gold, but it actually the relationship was more important. I suppose, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I was thinking more in terms of
0: they lost, for instance, they didn't get to go to the Summer Olympics. But because that didn't happen, a whole new, this whole sort of, I don't know, thing of Jamaica, which is this summer uh, no ice uh, island, is in the Winter Olympics. And that's such a cool thing that they – they broke out of that shell or broke out of those boundaries and went for something even more amazing.
1: They got off the Island. They, uh, <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then they realized they had to go back. Kate, <laughs> is that a lost reference? That's a lost reference. Oh, okay. yeah. That
2: is a lost reference. I'm, but I'm a
1: bit good. lost. Cause I never saw lost. Oh, that's cool. Out. Back to Cool Ryan's. Yes and no,
0: Deb. What was <laughs> something else uh, you really liked about the movie?
2: Um, I to piggyback off of what you just said. I love the underdog story. How yes. they're trying to to uh, to accomplish everything. Uh, uh, you know, they're trying to accomplish their goals against so many obstacles. And how they, they just keep at it and they and they keep trying and and they succeed but in a different way than they thought they would.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh Paul, was something else you really liked?
1: I love the moment where again, it's uh junior. He uh where he hands uh Yule Brenner back his postcard of the of the Buckingham Palace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But he says, "Go ahead, Yule Brenner, Go get your palace." And I thought I th- that was I, he, this is the guy who had been picking on him the whole time. Not only did he stand up for him, and uh, but he encouraged him in, in such I thought a powerful way. What did you think about that, Deb? Yeah,
2: I liked that. I liked. Uh, I liked that they. They uh, they went from hating each not well. Junior didn't hate him, but Yul Brenner hated the mm-hmm. Hated everyone actually. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I and and that showed you know they ended up encouraging each other. I thought that was awesome.
1: I That's thought true. he was very inspirational. Like yeah, you go, kid. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, Paul.
1: Again, you'll hope, have to disagree. I know. Well,
0: <laughs> no, I was saving essentially the whole. Yule Brenner and Junior dynamic for my most loved thing. Oh, okay. But I, since you keep bringing it up, I'm just gonna go, go ahead and address it now. I I totally agree. It's so great how Junior and Yul s- start off as enemies, but then they both speak into one another's lives, uplifting them. Junior with saying, "Go get your palace," and then yeah. Yul, the whole, "You're pride. You're power." And it's just, it's so cool to see that. And, and I love that they, they sort of form this brotherly bond. Um, yeah. In by being in this event together. And that it, it, it allows Junior to, it's almost like Junior, his dad sees him as this weakling, which is so sad. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't have any, any masculine energy, I guess, good masculine energy pouring into him and then he gets that from yule which is so cool that then he can then go out and he ultimately makes his dad proud which is which was cool to see yeah Such it's, it's a disney see. moment
1: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> but it's good so I, I
0: i absolutely love that that's if anything could make this movie a classic it's just that those those characters and how their relationship forms Getting ahead of myself quite a bit, but that's fine. Back to let's go back to Paul. What is someone else you really liked?
1: Um. Well, I think I only had one more thing, and that's my final. Um,
0: okay. Then, actually, let me pause and say, in uh, in agreement with us, um, Edward Desinen from Facebook commented. 21 years after the movie and the opening ceremony of the Olympics mentioned... Oh, so 21 years later, and then he's talking about this current 2014 Olympics. Uh, the opening ceremony of the Olympics mentioned Jamaican bobsledding. Mm-hmm. I, en- I enjoyed the training montage where they sit in the ice truck to prepare for the cold weather, as well as the serious moments like when the young Jamaican junior confronts his dad at the hotel which is what we talked about yes so thank you for sharing that edward uh we totally agree that that is one of the awesome scenes and also putting Sanka in the ice truck is pretty funny too yeah uh (laughs) since you have (laughs) since you only have your most love left paul uh, deb was there anything else you really loved about the movie
2: yeah i i loved at the end when it, they don't say so, but it, the implication is that John Candy goes on to have a better life than than just being a bookie in Jamaica. Oh yeah, oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, I, I I I like the fact that well, you hope not, they all uh, have
1: better lives.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you understand that um, that they do go on to the next Olympics uh, four years later and compete. And but lose. you but yeah and lose that that was sad. Um but it's so great that uh because of these boys that John Candy's able to get his life back on, on a better track and, and I really appreciated that.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I had I actually didn't think about John Candy's Character much throughout this movie, which is interesting. I enjoyed his character by and think about sort of his arc, other than how his interaction impacted the bobsled team. But that's really, that's really good, Deb. I, I like that you brought that up because now I'll look at it a bit differently next time I watch it.
1: You can appreciate it. Whoa, you're gonna watch it again? Oh, I don't mean, give us any hints. I mean, if I watch it again, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, this I think,
0: horrendous I think, movie.
1: Hey! Don't give
0: us any hints.
2: <laughs> I think being a little bit older, I I tend to catch stuff like that.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely! I, I catch, I've caught way more in this watching than when I saw it uh, when I first saw it. Um, was there anything else Deb? I have a few more things.
2: Um, but I have my I have my final one. Okay,
0: then let me go. Uh, up. Let me go ahead and just hit on a couple of my minor loves. uh, Okay. Uh, The movie, I really loved. Uh, The movie felt really super well paced, uh, which I really liked. Um, Super well? I liked it super well. Uh, Some of the conflict elements seemed a little bit contrived, like the German team... Uh, and the qualifying time being reduced. I felt like, okay, do we really need to add that? But I think, yeah, you need more... We'll get to that in the next section, actually. (laughs) Um, But I I, I like the overall pacing of the movie. It kept me interested the whole way through. Um, And I couldn't... And this sort of leads into some Facebook comments. I couldn't help smiling at the second race of the Olympics where they just relax and they're being themselves more and they change their chant from the Swiss one to the Jamaican one. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Um, And uh, piggybacking on that from Facebook, uh, Lionel Jensky said uh, he loved the movie and he quoted, his favorite quote was, Eins, zwei, drei. And so that was funny. And then uh, I think it's uh, a new chant though that another Facebook I think it's the new chant, the the feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, feel yeah. the rhyme, there it is, that uh, Pearl Hurst is referring to when she said on Facebook, I used to say that iconic line from Cool Runnings to pump myself up for job interviews.
1: Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. I think she's talking about, I feel pride. I oh, feel...
0: that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have I, because I was thinking, why would you say I feel the rhythm? Or I feel the rhyme. It's Bob said time before, it's
1: job interview time, <laughs> <laughs>
0: or in our case, it's podcast time. Okay, thank you for clearing that up, Paul. But Pearl, if uh, please let us know which it is, solve that mystery for us. All right, guys, go it's ahead.
1: Job interview breaks down the door. I'm a bad mother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Deb, why don't you go ahead and hit us with your most loved thing, the thing that would make Cool Runnings a classic for you.
2: Okay. Well, um, I have, I have one quote and then I, I have a one, one idea. Um, the thing is that I love the relationships between the teammates and how they evolve.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yes.
2: And how, you know, um, and i would include the the relationship with uh, junior and his father too and and with john candy mm-hmm. it's you know it follows the relationships between the guys and john candy and uh and the father and uh i i i really enjoyed watching that yeah and and my quote the quote is uh and i think you read it before but it made it was the one part of the movie that made me laugh right out loud, and I was the only one watching it. So um, <laughs> it was when Yule Brenner says, "How about I beat your butt right now?" and Sangha says, "How about I draw a line down the middle of your head so it looks like a butt?"
0: <laughs> nice.
2: I was that was so unexpected. I just it just cracked me up, oh, and I was so shocked the guy didn't um,
1: pound his face.
2: Yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, he's gonna tear into him. But um uh, the only junior chuckled and then he stopped laughing and then that was it. Yeah. So yeah. I just thought it was so funny.
0: And I think that really sort of lets a light in into both Sanka's character and Yule's character that Sonka, you know, doesn't care if he doesn't care if he thinks he might get beat up or not. He's gonna tell you straight what he thinks. Yeah. And Yule, on the other hand, he I think he puts up this big front of being this tough guy, but I think he's actually, he has a good heart on the inside, which that's why he doesn't beat up Sanka.
1: Or it shows a sheds light on the writer's lack of sensitivity to reality. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's funny.
2: Yeah. Either way. It made me laugh right out loud.
1: Yeah. There you go. It's a funny line. That's for sure.
0: Movies are meant to be entertaining. Yes. Paul, what was the... So what would make Cool Runnings a classic for you?
1: What would make Cool Runnings a classic, in my opinion, is that it's a light-hearted, rags-to-riches uh, story based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Just the overall uh, inspirational but funny movie. Very good. Uh, I think... Well, this serve as
0: a um a foreshadowing of the next section, but I'd say they should have said in that trailer that it's
1: inspired by a true story, not so much it is a true story no, it's based, and no one ever says it's a true story well, or at least nowadays they don't
0: sometimes they say based, sometimes they say inspired. I think there is a distinction no, what is
1: the distinction?
0: Well, let's talk about that more in our next section. But before we get there, I'd like to close our love section with another Facebook comment from Erin Wallace. She says, Cool Runnings was a great story about perseverance and hard work and very funny. I think we'd okay. all agree with that. But what wouldn't we agree with about Cool Runnings? Paul, let's go ahead and continue our conversation here. And Deb, feel free to add to it. This whole what's based on... a. What, what's considered based on a true story and uh, inspired by a true story? Based Yeah, on, I me- would
1: disagree with Francisco's definition <laughs> on based on a true story. Okay, how would you define those two? I would say there are events in life that people can write a, a, a movie like Cool Runnings about a Jamaican bobsled team who goes to the Winter Olympics and uh, crashes on their way down that is, you know, that is what happened. Those are true events, but the story behind it and using those as key plot points in the story is based on a true story. Now, if you said a-
2: inspired,
1: inspired, it's like, hey, this happened. Well, you know, I'm going to write about some other island guy trying to get off the island to go compete. Or to go make a difference in and on a world level somewhere else. That's that's just an example, but see,
0: to me, that's just a different story with the similar theme of a true story. But that's aren't not even all a,
1: stories inspired no, by it, true life events. So the, the fact that somewhere. anything's inspired by true life just means nothing to me. <laughs> I so, okay.
0: I you know what? Your definition is valid, but I think for me how I would define it is inspired by is essentially how you just defined based by a true event. Right. And based because by a true event would be for me, they keep like all the same, like the, the four bobsledders, they'd have all the same names as the true bobsledders. And they would like in the, in, the, I, I went to actually Jamaica bobsled.com, I think is their official site. Um, it's kind of cool. Just that, it, it made the movie all the more real, which was fun. But uh, it turns out they were like the darlings of the Olympics when they went. There wasn't all this animosity from all the other
1: teams. And it, well, yeah, it, you have to create conflict to make the story interesting.
0: Making it an inspiration, not based. If it was based, they would show that there are other teams you know, that support them. it was them.
1: based, would be like, hey, that's the same story. You can't just say, like, you know... Even so what if yeah, the names have been changed to protect the innocent. No, it's still it's still it's still stealing other people's story if you don't give credit. Deb, why don't you uh why don't you be the final word on what? Why does there have to be a final word? I, I guess agree <laughs> to disagree and tell what else we don't. Well, like. see, here's the because thing. Because it's if, more
2: fun if you have it. If you oh have a
1: tiebreaker, a huh? Of, Let's yeah. gang up on one of these two people. All right. Plus,
0: if Deb goes with me, Paul, then I could say, see, even your mom
1: agrees with me. And if she goes yeah. with you, I could say, well, well that sure of course she's going to go with cases. you. She's it your mom. Make you both right. <laughs>
2: But I, I'm going to have to go with Paul. Of course.
0: Uh, He's your son. Why wouldn't you go with him? So oh, I still win. you'd have an answer. <laughs> um,
2: to me, when it's based on a true story, uh, a lot of the main facts are there. But uh, things have been changed to make it more interesting. Inspired by a true story uh, is more like the... Um, like the principle and the inspiration behind that, it could have some of the same elements of the original story. But to me, an inspira- when it's inspired by it, it it takes more um, creative leeway.
1: Right. With the story. What's that, that makes a, sense? What's that movie with Matthew from the guy from Lost about the about the like Matthew ter- Fox? Yeah, Matthew Fox about the like terrorist vantage point did you ever see that movie no oh it's it's go ahead paul i was about to say it's inspired by some of the the terrorist bombings some of the uh, true events inspired by true events but you know that particular bombing at that particular place never happened does that make sense Mm -hmm. so it's not based on a true story but it's inspired by true events
2: Yeah.
0: Well, see, that's a whole different thing. Inspired by true events and inspired by a true story. You're talking about Uh, a singular story versus, yeah, events are, yeah, events happen everywhere. Okay,
1: so I'll give you guys, this is a Retro Rewind exclusive. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was going to save this for a a story I was going to write, but I can't fit it anywhere. I was going to write a book, a famous book, and get it published and oh I am writing one but it wouldn't fit here so I'm going to leak it here I was going to start it off by saying this is a true story based on the fact that it is truly a story (laughs) (laughs) I love it
2: only you could say that so literal
0: (laughs) wow nice Paul I like it But back to cool runnings, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which was truly a story. <laughs> yes, it
0: was truly a story. Um, something, Deb, you, go ahead and let's give us something that you don't like about the movie.
2: Well, I, this is, I don't know where to put this particular uh, thing in. So I'm going to put it right here because it's kind of neutral, but... Um, I've just spent the last three days in the house, snowbound, mm-hmm. and so yeah, that doesn't um, belong
1: here. <laughs> 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 no, go ahead, continue.
2: So when they when they went to Calgary and they went out and they, they and they went outside in into that cold weather, oh my gosh, I got I was freezing from head to toe and just <laughs> gave me chills all the way down. Oh, totally.
1: What, is that what they call uh, empathy or or sy- the, the sympathy? I forget That'd be empathy. Like it, yeah. empathy. Yeah, e- yeah e- empathy yeah. pains or empathy freezing. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I was like, oh my gosh, that's
0: horrible.
2: <laughs> so that that uh, I d- I didn't know where to stick that in. So there it is.
0: <laughs> so you didn't like the movie because it made you cold. I
1: gotcha. No, I, I know it's neutral.
2: <laughs> no, it was just. A, it, it was just a
1: fact. <laughs> Got it. It's an interactive movie. Yeah. Chills yeah. you to the bone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> did you guys, sort of related to that, did you guys notice how when they're whenever they're in Jamaica, the color tone or color cast was very red. and whenever oh, I in saw Altera, that. Yeah, very it was blue. like they were,
1: yeah, at the bar scenes, they were all wearing, like, orange and yellow. And uh, to distinguish, uh, when they were watching the TV, everyone was wearing, like, blue and white. Oh well, even I think the color
0: correction on like the filters on the cameras or what have you is super uh-huh. red on uh, for all the Jamaica Islands. scenes, and yeah, and super blue for all the Alberta. Oh, to make scenes. you feel warmer or colder. Yeah, I I get why they were doing it. that, but <laughs> yeah, I thought it was maybe a bit on the nose, but no, it's yeah. it fine. It didn't detract at all. <laughs> then why mention it? Well, something well, as a lead for into, me, it detracted
2: okay. just a little bit. Not the cold scene, but I noticed the uh filter effect.
1: Oh, there you go. And
2: uh, there were, I was like, seriously, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice it till they towards the end when they were all in the bar watching the, the TV, and uh-huh. there was the it, it kept going between the two scenes. I was like, oh, this is uh obvious to me now, mm-hmm. but I'm an adult. Oh sure, more than when I saw it the first time I didn't catch it yes,
0: something that uh did make a difference to me though was the the dad and I sort of touched on this before, but junior's dad just that he can't read he wasn't able to read his son at all and
1: he uh, just thought so uh, little
0: I, of him I,
1: I I disagree I think he was <laughs> able to read his son no his son was a, a bit he didn't he was very compliant, but very oh okay. So he is kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is is that an accurate assessment?
0: No, I that's not what I meant. I'm sorry. Oh. I meant in terms of I mean, he, he's his junior's trying to state that he wants to be in the Olympics and be an Olympian. Cause he said it sounds like he's made that case by his dad says, we, we'll go with this rain thing long enough, but now it's time to buckle down and get a job. And it's it's like he his dad doesn't really get what Junior wants. And I could see him wanting the best for his son, but at the same time, that has to be counterbalanced with what, what he's hearing his son wants.
1: Okay, Francis, let's go. You know the windmill... Is a point past the windmill is a point of no return, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> they had this, they had set aside that the, the running was the windmill point, and so he's saying, Okay, we got to get off the track now. No, <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Otherwise, he could just do that forever,
2: yeah. But I think what Francisco's trying to say is that the father wasn't wasn't trying to uh encourage his son in the best what was best for him he was kind of like he had all these plans made out for his son in his head and he wasn't going to deviate for them
1: Uh, Uh, exactly I i think that he was willing to deviate he was willing to give his son a chance but it didn't turn out and there he I think he had his son's interest in mind, his best interest, what he thought is actually what he thought was his best interest, but his his actual best interest in mind. It's like look, you can keep chasing after the wind all your life, or you can get he got him a, a great job in a firm. It sounds like he was I mean well off than uh, – most people even in a first world country not that jamaica is really a second or third i don't know if they are but even it sounds like he got him a really good in you know to really take care of himself so that junior could grow up and be a a self-made man in that world
0: but i think that's the thing i think the dad felt like he was that was the only way to find success was his way, I think that's where he was coming from that's that's the sense I got
1: and I disagree. I All think right. that he did give him a chance he He's not like straight out of high school he's old they're older than that, so to me, it sounds like it looks like that he's had several opportunities
2: well, I'm on board with Francisco on this one that's i don't
1: fun.
2: think i don't I don't think he was um I don't think he knew his son as well as he needed to.
1: Well, I don't think his—I don't think Junior knew himself as well as he needed to.
0: And I think—I think that's part of partly because I don't think his dad. The way I mean, this—it's very speculative. Yeah, exactly. It didn't seem like his dad was really. It was more like. Hey, just do things my way, and things will turn out great. As opposed, it
1: didn't. They probably would have.
0: Seem like (laughs) he wouldn't have been an Olympian, Paul. We
2: didn't raise you that way, so I'm surprised.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Paul. (laughs) There's so many avenues to take. Well, how about this? How about
0: this? I think we're getting a little derailed, so we can save save the family therapy for another time. Um, (laughs) What was something else you didn't like, Paul?
1: Oh. uh, I enjoyed John Candy's performance, but I am not used to, in in other John Candy films, I'm not used to seeing him as cranky. And John, in this movie, Mm. he he, he was more cranky rather than all that funny. Yeah. And and to me it was especially the first half of the movie. I was kind of like, uh, really? I mean, you got John Candy, that's great, but look at the role you have him in. And by the end of the movie, he you know, he turns around as much, but it, at first it was like kind of like, uh, all right. So then I I I was kind of frustrated that he was
0: I can see that you almost—it's like you almost feel like you're getting John Candy because you want this, com, essentially, a comedian or someone for a comedic role, but it wasn't really a comedic role at all. So why did you get John Candy? Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I yeah, completely see I, that.
2: I thought, I thought the same thing. I was like, <clears throat> John Candy in this role is almost forgettable. Hmm. He, he, there's uh, not, not that he is, but almost he's he's. Heading towards that, because uh, you know, if you you compare all his other roles, and uh, they're they're way more memorable than
1: this one. Yeah,
2: and that's why I totally forgot he was even in it.
1: Yeah, it's not that he did a bad job. It's just, I I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, his character wasn't that memorable.
1: Yeah, and I hate to, I I don't want like to typecast people. But maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: I I I agree that uh you could put anyone, you could have put other actors in there and they might have been just
1: as good. They should yeah. have had the the real Yule Brenner in there. Yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> if he was still alive, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, I I really only have one my sort of thing that would make Cool Runnings sec or not sec, a tragic movie left. So Deb, did you have anything else that uh, you didn't like yeah, about the movie?
2: Yeah, I had several things. I have okay. four things. How many G- do you want to hear?
1: give I us? Have, I have one thing before the final. So so
0: Deb, how about you give us uh, all? Well. Four things and then your final thing, Deb, or just three things and then your final thing?
2: Okay, I'll I'll give you three things. Okay, um, one one thing is, um, I disagree with whoever said it, but I thought the pace was really slow.
0: Oh, that I I thought it
1: was good pace, but okay.
2: Um, I that's because you're
1: trapped in the snow, (laughs) (laughs) probably
2: it. Um, and i i watched it kind of late at night so i think uh, uh, sometimes a lot has to do with your mood when you watch it oh uh,
1: absolutely 100% yeah um
2: but i thought the i thought the pace was kind of slow and i'm like mm, and i didn't think the dialogue was that clever except for that one line and then and then uh i have to retract that a little bit because um of the lines you guys mentioned, you know there were a lot of good lines about uh, you know with between Junior and and Yule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one um,
1: palace, Yule Brenner. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> and I love that line. You dead, man?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 man
2: and the thing that other people thought they was cute and maybe it, you know this kids would think this was cute but when i when they were when they put sanka in the ice truck i was like oh come on now oh <laughs> that was too cheesy for me
0: but that's fair i can see why that come off really cheesy it was cheesy but for me it was more fun than just cheesy mm-hmm.
2: i thought it was you know okay that's ridiculous mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: All right. Paul, give us your one thing before your big hate thing.
1: Um, do you Okay, do you want me to give do should I wait for my big hate thing after yours or all together?
2: I do, saved my last one.
1: Okay, yeah. so then I'll save my last one. Yes, and I'll start okay. off our big hate one. So, okay. <laughs> Everybody got that? Big
2: eight, eight, yes.
1: All right. Paul, oh, what
0: was Paul? What was something else that you uh,
1: didn't like about the movie? I didn't like um, the bull. I guess he was German. the The fact that he was the first guy to start clapping as they were heading towards the finish line while picking up the the bobsled that seemed so unrealistic and cheesy to me. It kind of <laughs> reminded me of uh, you're all right. Uh, exactly from karate kid from johnny <laughs> you're all right in my
0: book so i thought the same thing yeah.
1: just like oh get <laughs> yeah, the. i'm like really <laughs> get the villain i mean that's fine if he eventually started to i mean if everyone was clapping and then he was looking around and he looked at them and he shrugged he was like all right yeah i can give it to them but the fact that he was the first one to start clapping it's no sorry and you
0: know what, Paul? That leads perfectly into the thing that I think would make Cool Runnings a tragic movie. I, both the German guy in general, I thought it was, I didn't like him. I thought it was like overly mean and it didn't seem very realistic that he'd be out to get them. Yeah. And one that,
1: guy picking on four guys. Yeah. That, yeah. And that tied with the,
0: this bugged me so much. It, when, Okay, so they, they, uh, the Jamaican team gets their new bobsled, which is this really rickety old bobsled, and comes up to where the, all the bobsledders are. And as soon as they get up, everyone stops and looks at them. That is quintessentially, to me, unrealistic. No one would do that. No one would just stop everything they're doing to look at who just came up the bobsled lift. That just well, totally took me out of the movie. It's like, where are you trying to be a high school movie or something? Because I doubt that happened to high school.
1: Yeah. Or everyone's So yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That, but that happens so often in movies, especially in movies. like in office scenes where like, even the phones will stop ringing. <laughs> as people yeah. are looking, you know what it's, I mean? And then as soon as people go back, the phones start ringing again. Yeah, And, are and
0: I think it's, it's a ridiculous trope that should stop being used because especially for something that's supposed to be based on true events. Yeah. It should be true in that way. Yes. (laughs) So that's the thing that, that I didn't like, um, that coupled with the German guy, but, uh, Deb, what was the thing that would have made Corain's a tragic movie for you?
2: Well, um, there's two things that, because it's something that you just said, um, brought it back to my memory uh but it was it was the fact that it took them so long to clap for those guys carrying the bobsled. Mm. I think I'm like, okay, somebody start clapping. Somebody start clapping. <sighs> I mean, it just seem like it took forever for someone. Oh,
1: I I I disagree. I usually find it the opposite in movies, maybe like in uh where people start clapping way too early. It's like, and then like the whole crowd cheers and like, you never see that happening in real life. But because well, I, think I think they think were in shock and like, are they okay? They wanted to make sure that they were okay. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. that That, that's true. But a lot of Olympic events that I've.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. TV, At the Olympics, people are cheering the whole way. Even.
2: Well, when they, even when they fall, when, Well, especially when somebody is hurt or they fall or something, the crowd immediately tries to encourage them them by by cheering right away. And I'm like, what? The whole Olympics went silent.
1: Yeah, they all (laughs) stopped and looked and the phones didn't ring.
2: (laughs) What and these poor poor guys are carrying the I mean I felt so embarrassed for them. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, but they were, you know, they're they're keeping their face on game face on and so forth.
1: Maybe so that's what that, the German guy was thinking, My goodness, these people aren't even cheering. It's yeah. like I gotta get this going. At least I have some decency.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the other thing that took me right out is um, there was there was some uh, some swearing in there that I did not appreciate in a Disney movie
1: oh yeah that's weird I don't think
2: I
0: noticed any swearing well you know
2: usually people say hell or this or damn this but in this in this movie at least once uh, they were using they said Jesus Christ and uh, a couple yeah. other things yeah. that, ah. and, and that, that really, uh, that really disappointed me because I thought, look, you're a Disney movie. This is for kids.
1: And really you know, it was unnecessary. They could yeah. have done it without it.
2: Yeah. If I, I mean, I, I understand, uh, how, you know, it's part of the character, whatever, but, um, I didn't think it was net needed. I didn't think it was necessary. I thought it was, uh, superfluous ah. yeah. so and I was quite offended by that so
1: so tragic to them that's a tragic <laughs> mistake on their part yes that's right indeed
2: that's the end of my don't okay. like
1: <laughs> very good um, well the main thing that would make this a tragic for me is that yeah. this this movie, it kind of goes along with lines of what my mom was saying about, um, there were a few good lines, and those lines were very good, but some of them were just silly. I mean, there was a lot of silly jokes that I'm just like, really? You can tell they're trying to be funny, but it, I I didn't find it. It was just throughout the movie, or just a lot of, Silly, cheesy, like kind of ridiculous. Like, okay, you're trying to be funny. But For example? I don't even remember. It's just kind of...
0: Like the helmet being Hin Sanka's helmet on?
1: No, I thought that's fine. Okay, as I no, say, I like that. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of slapstick. Okay. So that's fine. I can't... Re- unfortunately, next time I'll try to remember some examples. Yeah, you do that. Um, (laughs) I just thought maybe overall it was kind of it was too silly okay well alrighty
0: guys I think we have entered all our uh, trajectories into the firing computer let's see if Alice has a firing solution for us
1: a salvo authority exactly
0: firing solution complete Rating salvo
1: at
0: the ready on your mark. Maybe if I play it louder for you, Paul, then you'll hear it better.
1: What? what, (laughs) She doesn't say salvo authority?
0: No, she says rating salvo at the ready on your mark. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Deb, how would you rate Cool Runnings? Classic, nostalgic, or a tragic movie? Well <laughs> uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh,
2: yeah. Um I I guess I'll I'll have to I I was going to rate it tragic but be because of the um that there there was there was a lot to love in this as well and since nostalgic means that if you've seen it once you would recommend them see it again. Uh, then I could say that because they would know what they were getting into.
1: Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. You yeah, know. yeah.
2: But if but if someone came to my house and said, "Should we watch that?" I'd say, "No, that's okay." <laughs> you know, you know
1: <laughs> no man. <laughs> <laughs> no man. Very so, good. All right.
2: So that's there. I,
0: there you go. So nostalgic from Deb, Paul. How say you?
1: I say nostalgic as well. I thought um, it, it is a, a light-hearted comedy. Um, it has some good points in it. Um, but if you have never seen it before, you're you're not missing anything much. Um, but if you if you enjoyed it in the past and you have and it's been a while and you have the itch to watch it again, I think that you could um, enjoy it. Maybe not as much, but yeah, it it would be a, a fun. And watch for the evening. Very good. All right. And that leaves me and I rate Cool
0: Runnings a classic. Whoa. Oh. I, I think it's <laughs> a really fun story and I like that there is, it does have this element of, wow, Jamaica didn't have a bobsled team and then a story kind of like this happened and Jamaica has a bobsled team. I think that's amazing. And I think, a lot of the inspiring elements and relationships in this movie are very compelling and very interesting to watch. And so I would definitely recommend it to someone either who has seen it or hasn't seen it because it's an enjoyable movie. I definitely recommend Sophia watch it. Um, And you stayed awake. And I stayed awake. (laughs) Uh,
2: That's important for
1: Francisco. (laughs)
0: Yes, it is important for me. Uh, I do want to, make a slight comment that i i used to watch the olympics but i has never i i don't watch really anymore and i haven't watched in a long time so it's it's funny to me that both this this movie cool runnings and the last movie we did the kind edge i both rated classic when they're sort of <laughs> olympic centric movies uh even though i didn't i'm not really into the olympics but just a fun little side note all right, so if the retro Re- the retro rewind podcast rates Cool Runnings a nostalgic movie, if you have seen it, we recommend you go out and see it again. But if you haven't, probably don't want to unless you're like the types of movies Francisco likes, <laughs> which better be you, listener. Just kidding. With that, Alice, please engage YouTube.
2: YouTube systems engaged.
0: Uh, Deb, let's start with you. What new t v show movie et etc, is new on
1: your tube?
2: Well, I downloaded this really cool app on my phone called Quisitive. Oh, oh.
1: I thought you were gonna say flappy bird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of that oh. but anyway, <laughs> um it's it's like uh I love words uh. And, uh, I love English and it tests your, your vocabulary words and the meanings, some words I've never even heard of. And so that's interesting to me, but most of the, so far, most of them I've, I've heard of and, um, it has four sections and, um, what it gives you a word and then you have to try to um, it's there's four sections, hidden letters, name that thing, tunnel vision and speed drill. And you have to try to pick the definition of this word. It's, you know, just one word. Um, but the letters are some of the letters are missing. Mm. So that can be a little tricky. And hmm. name that thing is really interesting because like. uh like they'll circle a peg on the uh on the handle of the guitar on the top of the guitar, and they'll ask you you know what do you call that and of course it's called a peg, but they'll circle different things on different items, and uh it's real interesting mm. what what different names are on there, and then you have a speed one where you have to guess in a certain amount of time and the 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 other Reason I like it is because the words you've missed, you get another chance to uh, guess again, and that kind of helps you remember the the meaning. and kind of increases okay. your vocabulary at the same time.
0: Very nice. And that was called Quiz It or Quiz Up?
2: Quizative.
1: Quizative. Okay. Quiz yeah. Up was uh, my new tube segment a couple episodes ago.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's probably why I'm getting it confused.
0: Q U
2: I Z Z I T I V E. I, you get it free for a few levels, and then if you want to go up to level ten, you have to pay like $1.99, which is what I did.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Oh, very good, good for you. So yeah, support those developers. Yeah. Yes. Cool, Dev. Thank you.
2: And uh, oh. my other one, my other one is uh, the the season four of Downton Abbey. I'm. <laughs> I got it. I got it in the. I got it in the mail, and I'm watching it, and I'm loving it.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Paul, what is new on YouTube? Um, something that I saw f- kind of recently is uh the movie The Monuments Men. Oh, oh
0: okay. That? Yeah.
1: That was it was fun. If you go into it not expecting much, um you won't be disappointed.
0: <laughs> you, you know, what? I've heard lots of I've heard several reviewers say it's like, "Eh," so that probably will lower my expectations enough to the point where I will enjoy it.
1: Yeah, but I will say I'm surprised that um, Bill Murray didn't get nominated. There is one scene; I mean, his whole performance w- wasn't like outstanding, but there is one scene in this film that Bill Murray does. It's it's in my opinion his best scene of his entire career. Wow. So, uh, if you're a Bill Murray fan, I would suggest. Checking this movie out, not expecting much, but to see if this is not one of his better performances in one scene. I
0: I think I've actually heard of that scene. That's where um, uh, he says something like "cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria."
1: <laughs> no, that's from uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, oh, oh!
0: <laughs> it's so similar. I guess I mixed
1: them up. Yeah, Kind of, kind of not. <laughs> Thank you, Some Paul. Of
2: my friends that have gone to see it have given it a thumbs up.
1: Yeah, I, I would. It's not bad. Well, in my opinion, but I didn't. I saw it without seeing any trailers or anything for it, so I didn't. I didn't have that like high expectations. Got it. Very good, Paul. So, Francisco, anything new on your tube? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, I and this is actually uh, Kellen Arb. Uh, this was one of his new tubes a while back. Uh he oh. recommended Agents of Shield, and I, well, I've been watching it since it started. I've been catching up on some the, recent episodes the after TV the TV show, right? The TV show, yes. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Marvel's yeah. Agents of Shield on ABC. Okay, that one though I watch it on Hulu. And this last episode was really interesting, and I was I was trying to get a little like eh, maybe I won't keep watching, but now I'm like yes, I am reinvested. I'm going to keep watching this. So I would, if you haven't seen it at all, I'd check it out. Uh, and if you sort of weren't were on the fence after the winter cliff ha- winter break cliffhanger, I'd say watch the next episode, and hopefully you'll still be watching it after. Cool.
2: We don't have that over here, so I'll have to catch T- it when I come home in the summer.
0: <laughs> do you do you get Hulu over there, Deb, or is that just U.S.? Yeah, but
2: I have to. I have to kind of use. Uh, I have to use uh, like the anonymizer or something that switches my IP address around. Oh, because,
0: gotcha. Because Japan's because, IP doesn't yeah. really support it. Okay, gotcha. So well, very good, guys. Do you remember playing great PC games like King's Quest, Command and & Conquer, and X-Wing? Do you remember spending hours tweaking your configsys and autoexec.bat bat files to eke out just one more K of conventional memory? If you do, then you may be interested in my show, The Upper Memory Block. Every two weeks, we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time. But more importantly, we're going to focus on what made each game special, interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes. We don't have any feedback this time, but let's boot up the communication satellites and let people know how they can get in touch with us. Comsat online, receiving incoming transmission. I do want to say, even though we didn't get feedback, I do want to say thank you to everyone that left us comments about Cool Runnings on Facebook. That was really awesome to get your input on what you thought of the movie. So we really appreciate that. Cool, man. Cool, man. Uh, Deb, how would you like people to get in touch with you? Would you like them to just email the show or some other? Yeah, they can
2: just email the show, and and they can uh, get in contact
0: with me through that. Very good. Paul, how can people get in touch with you?
1: People can hop on their bobsled and (laughs) come down the the track to find me. I'll be cheering them on as they crash and pick up their bobsled, even though I'm not uh, mean to them, hopefully. (laughs) Um, Or they can go to PaulJPowers.com and uh, contact me through the various social outlets there. PaulJPowers.com. And we would love if you share the show with your friends. And if you want to support us even more, go down the bobsled track <laughs> to Retro Rewind Podcast. 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 Like they have up at the north. <laughs> they have those Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Podcast.com slash support to find out how if you want to support us. And if you want, <laughs> you can friend or follow, pin or plus us, go to Retro dot com slash social. But if all you want to do is send us good old fashioned dollar bills, mail them into, <laughs> uh, env- and mail envelopes to Paul J. Powers, never mind. dot com. You can, <laughs> but Seriously, if you want to send us feedback or if you have questions, head on over to retro com slash contact. Very good ball. I do,
2: have, I do have one question that I forgot to ask you.
1: Oh, do, go for it.
2: Do you guys do you guys know if the if uh if cool runnings was filmed on location? I do not.
1: Um do you know, Which location, like in, if it was actually Calgary and if it was actually Jamaica. I uh, believed
2: Jam- it was actually Calgary, but I wondered if it was actually Jamaica. Mm,
1: I don't know. I'm typing this into the computer right now. Yes, I was, tell us what it is. Was
0: while you're doing that, Paul.
1: Yeah, I want
0: to say if you'd like to get in touch with me, Francisco Ruiz, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX. And again, Contact this. You can contact me through the show retro dot slash contact. Sorry, and I'd also like to take this moment to thank you, the listener. Whether you're doing uh on your whether you're on your commute to work, or you're listening, doing chores, or bob working, sledding down a hill, bob sledding down a hill. Wow, that's or doing awesome. housework like me. Well, that's what I consider chores. But yes, doing housework like Deb. Thank you so much for listening. We super, super appreciate you. I know I say that like every time, but it's so true. We appreciate you downloading the episode, downloading, subscribing, and supporting us. It's really, really amazing. And thank you also if you're listening from Retro Days. Uh, so glad you're listening. And thank you for uh, finding us there. We are in the podcast section. At retrodays.com. Yeah, it's retro dash or hyphen days, D A Z E
1: dot org O R G. So thank you so much. And let's see if Paul has an answer. Parts um, of the movie Cool Runnings was filmed on the campus at Sandy Bay, Jamaica. Okay. Your Pokemon has
0: learned information about Cool Runnings. And like a Pokemon, we'll catch you later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. <laughs>
1: Pokemon, are you dead? Man?
0: Mission complete. See the
1: end No, and man, we're evolving. <laughs> people can't believe this podcast is still going. Hey, people can't believe this podcast is still going. Yaman. <laughs> yeah, down the hill. <laughs>